your host. Oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say because I was too busy trying to make faces. <laughs> um, so little behind the scenes stuff for you guys. Uh, I've decided from now on during those 10 seconds of silence for our intro song, I'm just going to make faces to see if Alyssa breaks or not. And because I was doing that, I totally forgot the name of our people. So, oh. Yeah. I think I had. No, I don't. I forgot who I had. Anyways, welcome to the shit show of a show. I'm your host, Pikachu, with oh. Ash. Oh my god, you seriously legit just forgot for real? Yeah, and I had a great pair. Oh my god, you just... It was so good. You just picked that out of your ass. I did. <laughs> just fucking was like, and Pokemon. You just picked it out and you just flung it. Yep. <laughs> I had a great one too. It was so good. It was so funny. Well, um, and that I was, was a good pairing, seeing right? as you just like... That was a minute of struggle. I just sat here and watched you do. I know. My mind was like, uh. I was like, I can't help you, but I'm going to watch this train wreck happen. Right? God. Who who did I have? It was so good and so good. Like, I felt like it matched our personalities You're gonna pretty well, too. You're going to remember when this is all done. I'm going to remember mid-thing. Okay. And but then I'm going to blurt it out. No, save it for next time. I'm going to blurt it out mid-thing. No, save it for next time. Oh, we'll see. No, save it for next. This is not an argument. This is me telling you to save it. And you're gonna say it. Bitch tally. I'm not telling that. Bitch tally. Mark yourself. I'm not mark marking yourself. myself. Mark yourself. I have the pencil. I have the power. I will mark it for you. Also, <laughs> I just want to say. Fine, I'll mark it. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna tell you now. You can go ahead and probably mark me for this, but um. Bitch, I picked a good book finally. Way better than her last two books have been shitty as fuck. Okay. I broke the streak and I know you were worried about it. Nah, bitch. I picked a really good one. I won't call that as a bitch tally because I agree because we're both like freaking paranoid about this. Like I'm having nightmares because we, her last two books were so not not great. Yeah. Oh. But I thought that too. I thought that too when I was reading it and when I was done reading it. I'm like... It was actually, I like this. It was so good. I was like, <sighs> obsessed. I was like, that takes the weight off our shoulders for right now. Now I'm worried about my choice next week. Right. Big shoes to fill. Let's, let's tell the people what our great choice was, what your great choice was. Anyways. Um, my great choice was, how do you say your last name? Bard- Bardugo? Bardugo. Okay. In case you can't tell from... The last name hint. My great choice was Shadow and Bone by L- Lee Bardugo. Lay? Lay? Forgive us. I don't know how to read. <laughs> Which is great to say on this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. I know how to read. I'm just well, really just like bad some, at like pronun- pronunciation. Yeah. Um, anyway. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. The summary goes, surrounded by enemies, the once great nation of Ravka, Ravka, why did I say that so weird? Ravka has been torn in two by the shadow fold, a swath of near impenetrable darkness crawling with monsters who feast on human flesh. Now its fate may rest on the shoulders of one lonely refugee. Elena Starkov has never been good at anything but when her regiment is attacked on the fold and her best friend is brutally injured alina reveals 
a dormant power that saves her life, a power that could be the key to setting her war-ravaged country free. Wrenched from everything she knows, Elena is whisked away to the royal court to be trained as a member of the Grisha, the magical elite led by the mysterious Darkling, yet nothing in this lavish world is what it seems. With darkness looming and an entire kingdom depending on her untamed power, Elena will have to confront the secrets of the Grisha and the secrets of her heart. Bum, bum, bum. I never read the summary because we're not really like, right summary people. To. Well, we're not really. I like want it to be a surprise. So um, it was good. It was really good. So we did good. Good job. Yeah, right. For this one, I did so much research because my last pick was not the best. Yeah, it was um, but it came from a good part. It came from trying to bond with my father, so redemption a little bit there. And then Alyssa's was, like, rough to read. It was like, we cannot do three <laughs> books that are too fucking hard for us to deal with. Like, we, we can't do this again. Like, no. We can't. So I researched the fuck out of my book, which I never really do. I'm kind of more like a, this book looks good. Let's give it a try. Yeah. So I researched, and I went on Book Talk. I went on Book Twitter. I went on book insta i went on freaking google and book stuff and was like okay everyone keeps saying this but i don't know let's look at these reviews let's look at these reviews and read like all the little summaries and stuff and i was like okay okay i think this is gonna be a good one this has got to be it so i'm glad it turned out well oh you put so much work behind it i know it was really good i enjoyed this um i'm a little sad i feel like it i wish there was more chapters Right? Because I'm like, oh, I'm at the end. I don't know if yours did it, but on the Audible, the book ended, and yeah. then I had a half hour preview of the second book. Oh yeah, mine had it too. And I was like, I need the second book now. I also had chapters for. Um, oh she, she's also the author of the uh, six. I think it's Six of Crows. Six of oh, Crows yeah. series okay. book series. So I also had. The second book, a few chapters, and then Six of Crows. Yeah. I'm, all in my Kindle. I'm obsessed with her now. She's great. One of my new favorite authors. I kind of want to, like, get all of her stuff. That's what I thought, too. Since Okay, guys, I'm just going to give you a hint. Today's date is uh, pretty much the last day of August. My birthday was middle of July, and she still hasn't gotten me a birthday gift. So No. Hint, hint. Here's some great series of books you can buy me oh. for my birthday. Okay, in my defense, it's her. Th- we just both turned 30. I got you gifts for your birthday. Uh, okay, can you let me finish? Okay, bitch Tally for cutting me off. <laughs> bitch Tally for not getting me a gift. <laughs> I'm still working on a gift, but for me, since we turned the big 3-0 recently, like her, I was in December, then she was just recently in July. I've been, it's been, I've been having a hard time picking, like, a good 30th gift. Right. And, like, not that I haven't been trying, but everything I see is not as good. Or I'm, like, that can be, like, Christmas. So, but thank you for telling me that, because now I can buy you, like, the series. Yeah, fair. Thank Um, you for that. You're welcome. Also, you did not help me giving me ideas. I never give ideas, because I never know know what I want. You make it so hard. You make it so freaking hard. But it was a very good book of choice. Oh, we forgot to tell them what we're drinking. Oh, yeah. So we're drinking. It's like a, a like a Ooh. cider. Hold on. It's it's really yummy. 
Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It smells good. It's from Honey Pot Meadery. And it okay. is a cider. And the flavoring is white gummy bear, pineapple, and nectarine fruit wine. But it's a cider. And it definitely tastes like those white gummy bears. Yeah. And it's so good. And I can taste a little bit of the nectarine too. But mm-hmm. like Kaylin said, it's so good. It's almost, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there's like a peachy taste to it. I feel like it's we're drinking melted white gummy bears. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and what is good? <laughs> so awkward. You're the worst. What is it, Vera White? There ever was. I know. I'm like ignoring everybody. Um, I heard in a rumor, well, through all of our socials that you know are like Sishood Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. So I'm, and we're following people. People are following us. But I heard they were gonna make this. It said on the cover, I think. Oh, yeah, book, no. so, a Netflix show. Yeah, when I was doing my research, they said they were making a Netflix show of it, and I'm so excited. Okay, I didn't do a lot of research into it because I wanted the book to be a surprise to me. Right. So I did know they were making it to Netflix, but do we know when? Do we it have a timeline? Didn't have like an exact date date um, because everything got pushed back because of freaking COVID. It says, optimistically speaking, this could mean we'll see the series debut later in 2020 seriously yeah. oh my gosh that'd be so cool at least that's something to look forward to during 2020 but they do not have like an actual oh no wait that was said it was commissioned in january of 2019 so they've been working on it for a while yeah so it should be but they don't have an actual release date yet they also might want to wait to do press and stuff like that They finished taping in February, so they're just doing, like, the editing and stuff. So maybe it'll come out before 2021. I'm hoping. That'd be good. So, But reading this just made me super excited about the the Netflix show coming out. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Hopefully it's going to be super good. Hopefully that's true. Not a Percy Jackson. Um, We shouldn't put all our lemons in a basket. Eggs in a basket. (laughs) Eggs in the basket. And life gives you eggs. <laughs> Make, Make lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I, I, I did enjoy this book and I liked it a lot. But for me, names and cities were a little hard for me to like pronounce and like read so, in my mind. I had the audible version. Okay. So I just heard all the names and stuff i never saw it written down i never had to try and figure it out i just heard like ravka and da 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 and like you know so but i did think i'm like how do you even spell this it's hard i was like (laughs) i'm glad i don't have to try and figure out all these names and how they're pronounced that's a good as you saw with even the author's name i can't always pronounce things based off of how it's written so that's an excellent point because that's as you know i don't do a lot of audible and you do a lot of audible mm-hmm. but um i like that for audibles where instead of it's different reading it and hearing it because maybe you're you're hearing the better pronunciation and then i'm over here hacking it because i barely can say my own name <laughs> but it didn't stop me it encouraged me and i just had to go back and enunciate and practice my elementary skills and be like, okay, let's enunciate. Right? Sound it out. We got this. I'm going to be a 10 out of 10. Ooh, really? 
You know what? I'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10, out of 10 too. I really don't have complaints. It was so good. Like, there's a plot. Every, mm-hmm. like, character who was actually written about had reason to be in the story, unlike um, on Zoo, where they had people come in, and then they yeah. left, and there was no reason for them to be in there That's a good at point. all. Like, I felt like everyone had a purpose. All the purposes, like, came together, and it, like, really thought out, and everyone had a nice background, and it wasn't, like, just on the surface and stuff. So I was like, this is so good. Love it. It flowed so good. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me... I was so enthralled with it that when certain scene when certain scenes in the book were coming up my heart was like pounding and i was scared and i was nervous and i was like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen are we gonna be okay <laughs> right it was so good it like really drew me in quickly i i liked her alina yeah our main our heroine mm-hmm. our main character yeah the main heroine of this series I enjoyed her a lot, and I kind of like she, starting off, I kind of like the fact that she was like every other girl, like, oh, like, I'm not, you know, we all have doubts about our appearances, and she was like, no, I'm not pretty, and, you know, this is it, but it's okay, at least I have my best friend, Mal, Mm -hmm. did they pronounce it Mal? Yeah. Okay. Mal. But I, but I also like the fact that she was snarky and funny so funny i love that she gave like everyone attitude like it all opportunity i was like ooh, i thought she was gonna be more of like um what do you say i thought she was gonna be more quiet like passive and reserved exactly but when i found out that ooh, she has a little bit of attitude and she can serve it i liked her even more right she was good (laughs) there's this um there's this one sentence early on in the chapters that I want to okay I want to point out when we get to it because it was so funny I like I l o l'd l o l'd r wait r o f l r o f l'd rolled on the floor laughing rolling on the floor laughing Rolf Rolf or Rolfed so we have our heroine Alina. And then mall. So, okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Here's how it starts. Alina and Mal mm-hmm. are orphans. The Duke of whatever, whatever is running an orphanage, and he brings her in, and he raises them, and he teaches them how to read and write, be good little people. And then they join the army because, like... The summary said their nation's at war and pretty much everyone joins the army. Um, during our time there, I like how I said our time as if I was there too. <laughs> Me too. Um, during their time there, when they were young and they just got there, the Grisha came to see if either of them had Grisha powers. And they hinted that Mal was like totally normal. And Alina gave him a look and was like don't worry i'll stay with you Mm -hmm. and then obviously you find out she had powers and later on you find out that she forcefully kept her powers hidden even though the amplifier who's someone who like makes the powers emerge hid them from her because she wanted to stay with mal and i was like that's so sweet 
And Grisha, the whole time in the beginning, before we kind of found out what they were, I thought they were witches or mm-hmm. wizards or something. Right. And they explain, like, no, we're not witches and wizards. We like It's like alchemy. Yeah. Isn't it like alchemy? Or like nature? I, they're like, it's science. You just don't understand it. But honestly, there there's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. They don't have superpowers. Yeah. They no. have magical fucking powers. They're... They're witches. I thought that too. They're trying to. They were working so hard to be like, no, it's not magic, it's not magic. But some of the stuff that the people were doing, I'm like, sounds like supernatural powers. Magic. If I could sit here magic. and then lift my hand, and then all of a sudden I have a fireball in my hand, without igniting anything or anything else, it's magic. Mm-hmm. Or control the sunlight in the darkness. Magic. And of course, they became orphans because, like Kaylin said, war. the war. And we don't know a lot about their parents at all. I think they were both, like, eight when they went to the Duke. Yeah, and they said it was really late for them to get tested. So my guess is Elena's, Alina's parents hid That's what I'm thinking her too. powers. And they knew. And they hid them. And then... Could have wiped her memory. Well, if they never let her use it, she probably never knew. She said, like, mm-hmm. she knew she there was something different with her. But she just never... Like, explored it, and that's why she was never really hungry, and she looked so sickly all the time. Mm-hmm. So, my guess is her parents knew and hid it, and that's why they forcefully kept her like that. And they probably died in the war or something. So, we have Alina and Mal. Yeah. They joined the war. Mal is, like, they're both soldiers, but Mal's... Mal's more like a tracker because he's really talented and he could they said a line like he could find rabbits within rocks or something yeah. I didn't really get it but I was like oh okay and then Alina is a map maker yeah so she was okay at drawing yeah <laughs> I like how you said okay at drawing she was okay at drawing okay, I'd rather be a map maker <laughs> then they get orders that they're supposed to go to the fold And this fold is this dark place that's unimpenetrable, and there's monsters in there. Kind of like what they said in the summary. So the fold is the, like, ocean peninsula Mm -hmm. that separates one half of Ravka from the other half of Ravka. Yes. So they have to go through the peninsula to get to the other side so they can get their supplies that are sent from the ocean. And when you go in, it's dark. You go for a little bit, and then you hit the fold, which is, in my mind, it was just like a giant black cloud. That's what I saw too. That like had bats, like big human-sized bats in it. Yeah, that that's came exactly and, like, what I saw. Stole you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what's really in it, um, image-wise, but that's what I thought. It was. And we come to find out that it's been there for hundreds of years mm-hmm. because a former Grisha, back hundreds of years ago, had created it. Oh, God, what was his name in that part? They call him the Black Heretic. Yes, the Black Heretic. The Black Heretic. And he, and it's really sad, too. And they make it, they make it sound like it's water, and then when they hit the fold, it becomes sand. Did you notice that? It kind of like, because oh. they like jump out and they're like running. And stuff. It become it's like sand. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah. 
Oh, oops, I went ahead. <laughs> but it, I think it starts off as water, and then the fold because it's a boat. I thought they were still like it's still through it through the water the whole time, and then that when the part you're talking about, they were just close enough to shore where they could jump off and like. I think the land it's been so destroyed that there's no water and it's just sand. Then and how they, is the boat moving? If they it's have sand? the Grisha with the power of wind. Remember, they have they have Grisha on the boat, and then they use you have the Grisha that is fire. So they use the fire to help defend the boats from the Volcra, who are the human bat people. Yeah. And then you have the other Grisha who are using their powers for wind to I thought push it was, the boat forward. Oh, I thought it was to push the uh, Volcra away. They can do well, like under literally under attack. But their main job was to push the boat sails to put wind in the sails. Cause their scenes. But even if it there's wind in the sails, a boat won't move on sand. It did on there. I'm so confused. I'll wait, with... way to mess it up for me now. Now I have to go back because there's that one scene. I know. We'll get to it. Continue with it. I'm just saying. Continue. So back to what we were discussing, they go through this fold, and they're trying to cross from Rav. It's not Ravka. Ravka to get to the other side, and so they're going in there, and of course it doesn't end up good, and they end up getting attacked by the Volcra, which we we describe as human bats. Right. <laughs> so everything's going to shit. People are screaming. People are fighting. She thinks she's gonna die. Um, does Mal try does Mal try to save her? So Ma- Mal, Mal saves her. Okay. Because one of the Volcra grabbed her. Yeah. And then he got injured during that time and starts to die. And they're all coming in and then her power bursts from her and there's a huge blinding white light and everyone gets uh, I don't know what happens to everyone, but all the Volcra leave and she passes out and then she wakes up. And she's basically held hostage. Mm-hmm. And because of her power, they're like, she gets to meet this guy called the Darkling. Mm-hmm. And the Darkling is the most, pretty much at that point, the most powerful Grisha mm-hmm. and the oldest. And he's like the right hand man to the king. Yeah. Some might say even more powerful but, than the king, but whatever. So the Darkling's like, Hey, you. You got powers. Hobbit. And she's like, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what happened. And he's like, well, you got to come with me. She's like, never. And then they throw her in the freaking... Coach. I almost said buggy. Carriage. <laughs> Carriage. Carriage. Coach. Carriage. And they... Whisker. Fly, fly, fly away. To a, basically to the palace, but there's the big palace and then there's a little... They call it the little palace and... A lot. The Grisha live in the little palace. Mm-hmm. The big palace is the king. He was human. And I like how you're like, he's human. He's, he's not human. worth our time. Um, and during the trip, though, her and the Darkling kind of bond a little bit. And they get attacked, and he mm-hmm. saves her. So they're starting to lay some groundwork there. <laughs> I didn't like him even then. In the beginning, I was... You liked him. You were Team Darkling. In the earlier chapters, I was hashtag Team Darkling because... Uh. My first thought with him was I didn't trust him, like, okay, he's off. 
But then, when, like you said, they start laying that foundation. I'm like, oh, maybe I can trust him. Oh, I kind of like him. Yeah. But then she goes to Grisha school. It's literally yeah. a school to help teach her how to control her powers and stuff. How to use them, how to fight. I was. I was. I know all the, I don't know, laws of being a Grisha. Huh. Oh, yeah. I should have learned all And then the science behind it. She had, okay, so this is probably why I feel like it's, um, magic is because yeah maybe she was learning the science behind it and stuff but they never really explained it to us so i'm like it's magic (laughs) no they really don't i'm one of those people i'm like i don't understand so it's magic and mind you these people that are at the grisha school have been there since they were like little yeah because if eight was late i'm guessing everyone else gets tested at like five yeah i'm like three you're five i'm like kin- kindergarten age i don't know that's probably true it's probably more like five or something so she's like thrust she's taking from mal mal and then she's thrust into this whole new world and she has to learn everything how old is she again actually i don't think they say that her age i don't think so either for some reason i'm stuck on 16 but i know they didn't say 16 no i just went with 18 because that's our like age to join the military um, yeah I'm like, oh, she's 18. And then she begins a life in the little palace. The little palace. Learning her, trying to control her light powers. And then um, trying to freaking survive life in the palace. Right. Well, in the grief as well. But that's where my funny chapter. Like, sentence I highlighted that made me Rolf. 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 Should I say it now? Yes. <laughs> so, in this chapter, she's already at the Grisha school, and she has an instructor instructor named Botkin. And he is for combat, hand-to-hand, and he doesn't allow anyone to use their Grisha powers. It's just basic hand-to-hand, because in, in case they don't... You need to they learn, learn all these skills. Yeah. But... He's really tough on her, and basically every time she goes in there, she's in pain, and she gets her ass kicked. Um, but she says he wasn't a, he wasn't a Grisha. He belonged to Shuhan, who is another country, and he was a mercenary. And um, he fought in the wars on every continent in the army. And... Um, he had a scar across his neck because he was almost killed and someone tried to kill him. And in one of her training sessions, she's like, he has a scar across his throat. I spent the next two hours cursing the person for not doing a more thorough <laughs> job. Right. I was like, oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. I cracked up laughing when I read that, but she has so many, like, little... One-liners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just cracked me up every time. I, like, freaking loved her. I was like, girl, you're so funny. Okay. Sorry, I was reading okay. my notes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Was... I'm like, yes? What's next? So the whole time Alina's in there, she, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a struggle. And they have that stupid social hierarchy of, mm-hmm. I'm a blue coat, I'm a black coat, I'm a red coat, I can't hang out with you. Which is bull. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Same thing too. And so did Alina. 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 She's like, forget that. Cause yeah, I thought that was messed up. I'm like, you guys are all like, 
you should be unified and do the same just because one works with this and one works with that. Right. That doesn't mean you can't be friends. Though I might not want to hang out with the uh, heart. What was it? Heart. Heart. Heart, heart tenders. Heart, renders. Heart renders. Heart renders. Because I'd be like, I say too much shit. They'll probably stop my heart just because I annoy them. <laughs> yeah, there's a different groups of Grisha. With different powers. Mm-hmm. I have the power of patience, so, you know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to call that a bitch, Tell because that's a lie. <laughs> Whatever. Your face. I'll take it back. Um, and the whole time, she's missing Mal. She's writing him. She, yeah, she said she was writing him once a week, mm-hmm. I think, and he was, like, never responding, and she didn't even know if he was even getting the letters. I was like, oh, you miss your BFF. So this whole time she's holding on to him and she's still not improving in her combat skills. She's not improving in class and her power, she can't control it. She can't even do call her powers forth without an amplifier to help her. Mm-hmm. So at this point she's really struggling. And then finally, what felt like forever. Forever, like building and building because I was waiting for it. I was waiting for her to, like, finally, like, get control of her powers and be, like, badass. Just so you guys know, Alyssa's get control of powers was the let it go (laughs) motion with her arms. Just slow. But I was waiting for it, and I knew it was coming. I was like, when is she going to come into herself? Believe in yourself. But finally, oh, her amplifier or her teacher, who's also an amplifier, is called Bagara. Bagara. So she's this old lady who's older than dirt. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just thinking when you're like, believe in yourself. I just thought of like the uh, Lion King scene where his dad comes down from the clouds to tell him. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did. I believed in her. Oh anyway, I'm very passionate. So Bagara is this old lady, older than dirt, and she's been helping. Oh, I almost called her Alina. To control her powers, and she's an amplifier. So finally, after a few chapters, Bargara's like pushing her and pushing her. And Alina realizes something. She's like, I have to let go of Mal. Of Mal. He's keeping me back. He's keeping her back. She's like, she has the memory of realizing during the middle of the test while the person was like amplifying her. (laughs) Amplifying. He's at the door screaming for her and he's like, Alina, Alina. And so he, she fights and like pushes all of her powers down because she can feel them coming up and she pushes them down. And she says, that's the moment when I definitely stopped eating and had no energy and just basically looked super sickly. Couldn't sleep because she has all this power. And at that age, she chose to suppress it so it was affecting her physically and emotionally and mentally but finally she lets him go and her power bursts through (laughs) we're both like burst and so after that things change for her you know she's actually doing well in her fighting eating sleeping she looks better Mm -hmm. she has more energy She's she's controlling her powers more she can control her powers that was, that was a great scene. 
I was like, finally, I was waiting for it. But then the next chapter after that, at the time, I was super happy about it. After that. What was that one? Was that the... No, that wasn't the hookup. Oh, the lake. The lake. Right after that, after she discovers her powers, like, the next day... For her training, she goes to Bagara, and Bagara lives in a hunt, hut, hunt, lives in a hut, uh, kind of away from the little palace in the big palace, so it's like a hike to get to her a little bit, because she lives in the middle of the woods. She sees Darkling. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really seen him, she, like, since then, like, after he got her, they've seen each other, like, probably twice. Maybe yeah. I can count twice. Um, so she sees Darkling, because he came to talk to... Bagara, and he's coming out. She's going in, and they stop to chat and everything. So everything's all hunky dory, and I'm like, okay, there's there's some sexual tension I feel here. I'm liking this because at the time I was Team Darkling, so I I like the sexual tension I was feeling between them because she's kind of like flirty with the idea, like, mm, do I like him? Do I not like him? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they were like, just talking, and he kisses her. Oh, yeah. Just like. And when that happened, I did not expect it. And I was like, yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading. What? What the hell just happened? He just freaking kissed her. So at the time, I was happy about that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, the sexual tension continues. So for that one little spot, I was like, okay, I mean, at least she's kind of getting over Mal Mm because she was in love with Mal, her BFF, and he was hooking up with everyone who would hook up with him. And he, in the book, is like really hot. So I was just like, girl, he don't like you like that if he's hooking up with all these other people. like Mal? Mal? Yeah. I'm like, move on, find someone new. And so when the Darkling kissed her, I was like, ugh. I don't really like him, but better than she's moving on. <laughs> you know, God. I don't agree with your choices, but you're moving on. <laughs> but it's in the right direction. Go back to that little fucking uh, fabricator guy and steal him from your BFF. <laughs> like, oh, Genya, her BFF, mm-hmm. who's who's very beautiful, and she works in the palace, and she can. Her her magic is to make people pretty. Yeah, basically. Her powers. I'll stop saying magic. I don't know what to call it, so I'm just I'm just wiggling my fingers. But she's also a Grisha, but that's her power to like basically make people yeah like beautiful. makes your hair shinier, gets Skin. rid of the crow's feet, like fixes the sunken eyes, gets rid of the dark circles, smooths Can out. Can you the stop skin. looking at me and pointing at me as you're dating? Oh, stuff. I didn't mean to point at you. I was just like trying to think Jesus, of Jesus, I stuff. turned 30 and you think I'm 40, <laughs> like 500. All of a sudden you're 618. <laughs> um, no, I was trying to think of the stuff she was doing for her. I was like, what did she do on that first day? It was like, you need lots of help, Alina. <laughs> I feel like after the dark, like after the darkling kiss, things really started like moving for the next mm-hmm. half of the book it like picked up yeah because right after that is um there's basically a party mm-hmm. and it's called uh the winter i think the winter feet at the grand palace f-e-t-e yeah so 
um, there was like a little part of it that was my favorite in the beginning because um, basically nobles and all the rich people come and the king's like okay let's show off the Grisha which means they put on a show basically an act like mm-hmm. of their powers but the darkling oh they call their coats kept kefta keftka keftda keftkas I thought it was K-E-F-T-A. Keftkas. Keft... Keft... Kefta. <laughs> I'm just going to call it a robe right now because I can't say it. Her blue robe becomes black. That's yes. all it is. It goes yeah. from blue so to her, black. Yeah, so her robe has been blue and Darklings is black and no one has ever had black. Other than the Darkling. And just blue Darkling. is for a summoner's robe because she's the sun summoner. I don't think we actually explained what she can do. No. She's the sun summoner. She summons the sun. Yeah. Basically a lot of light. Very powerful. Yeah. So during this time, her whole, her kefka has been blue. And the night of the winter feet, she gets boxes. Mm-hmm. And in the box is... At a, the last minute. At the last minute. Because Genia comes in and makes her all pretty. And then finally a servant brings her robes. And it's black. Mm-hmm. So when I was reading this, I was like... Right. Couple goals. <laughs> Matching robes. Um, we should also mention there's a girl named Zoya who's basically a Zoya. bitch. She's just a bitch. She, she gets so many bitch tallies in this book. I swear to God, guys. She thinks she's so pretty and so magical and untouchable. She like works under the Darkling, so she thinks she's hot shit. shit. Yeah, the shit. But ever since Alina has come into town, she doesn't like Alina because, well, Alina is a sun summoner and there hasn't been a sun summoner for hundreds of years. So obviously she doesn't like that. But Darkling's giving her way more attention than he's given anyone. Yep. So she's super jelly. So after Ginya, her best friend Ginya puts her robe on, the black robe on, (laughs) she grabs her arm and she rushes to a different room and it's Zoya's room, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Zoya was like, What the hell are you doing here? And then she sees Alina's robes and is like, oh, Fuck. And so after that, Genia's like, Oh, I need to get her ready. It's the Darkling's orders. And so Zoya just leaves. <laughs> but that was my, that was that one was of my, my favorite, like, in your face, yes. bitch. <laughs> yes, that was my favorite part. I was laughing so hard and I wrote down priceless. Right. I was Rubbing like, her face. Genia's a true friend bestie right there oh my god that was one of my favorite like parts i was like good you deserve because she was a bitch she was okay so also we skipped over this earlier um zoya and her and alina fought in bot botkin botkin's lap uh oh my god i can't even like gym gym class you know whatever and alina was winning so zoya used her powers on alina because she's a sore loser. And she got kicked out of the class. And so I was like, I hate that bitch even more. I know. I was glad she got kicked out. And she got yelled at by the Darkling. So that's what she needed. But also in this same chapter. So they, so she does that. Alina goes to the party. Mm-hmm. And then she puts on her show of her summoning her powers. I brought the sun as the Darkling brings all the darkness. Yes, exactly. Um, there's another scene in there <laughs> where her mm-hmm. and Alina and the Darkling like run off, and he takes her to her room, and they start making out, and he's like pushing her against 
like it's a hot it's a hot scene he like pushes her against the books or whatever and he's like mm-hmm. lifting her lifting her robe don't touch me don't touch me i'm making it awkward and oh they didn't get that far because um he gets called to work someone else but, goes down the hall yeah someone was coming down the hall and he had to go but i was like oh my god this is getting like sexual it's getting spicy and then of course all good things come to an end yeah so then she goes to leave the room a couple minutes later and guess who the fuck is in the hallway guess just guess if you guess botkin you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) it was mal mal i know i keep going back and forth i know i'm like god Anyways, um, Mal was there, and he tries to fucking ignore her, the little fucker. Yeah, I know. He's just like, mm, mm. And she's, like, calling to him and calling to him, and he's just, like, marching away. And she finally gets him to, like, stop and turn around, and he's pissed at her and was like, do you know how long it's been? I've been worried for you, and, like, da-da-da, and is, like, blaming her. And she's like, I fucking wrote you daily, like, weekly. Don't even come at me. And then he's still mad at her when he leaves after she even tells him all of that. And I was like, oh. And then he says, and he also lets her know, I didn't get your letters. As okay. if it's her fault. Yeah. Like, I know. Just because you see that she's doing better, which maybe as a friend, you should be thankful that she's not being tortured or she isn't killed and that she's doing okay. But she just, no longer looks like she's about to die. Yeah. And I she's felt, not eating. And at the same time, shouldn't you be like, come on. Like, you, you've been my Happy friend for better. years. I know you would have at least tried everything in your power to try to get in contact with me. Yeah. But if not, you probably would have to stop because, like, what else are you going to do? Especially in that time. They didn't have freaking right? cell phones. Like, what was she supposed he's to do? A, he's a fucking tracker. Maybe track her. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That was a good point. Bitch. Anyways. And then we come to find out. That's the night that she learns from oh i can't remember bargda brag oh um um god i can't bagra bagra oh yeah bagra i can't pronounce anything um she finds out from bagra that not only is bagra the dark queen's mother Mm -hmm. ew but also the darkling is actually the black heretic and he's like way fucking older than he pretended and he's just gonna use her to put the oh mal has been hunting this i almost said unicorn oh my god i forgot about the stag i almost said unicorn um this magical stag who will have a great amplifier power for the darkling well turns out so the darkling's mom is like he's gonna get the stag's horns and put it on you so he can control you and you'll basically be his slave. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what? And so Bagra, 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 Bagra is like, listen to me, child. Fucking listen to me. <laughs> she, fucking listen to me. She kept arguing with her. And she's like, just fucking listen to me. Do you respect your fucking elders? I'm a million years old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> quote, end quote. Okay. Quote, end quote. Um, and then she's like, if you don't want to basically doom everyone escape here's some money here's a change of clothes sneak out of the castle go west towards the fold go to the other 
side of the fold. There's a boat waiting for you. Get the fuck out of town. Do not look back. Basically her whole thing. And so she's like, okay, okay. And so she does it. And as she's breaking out, she gets into a, almost a trolley now. God damn. Um, a trolley. <laughs> right? Like, why do I have all these weird words for things? One of the ca- carts um, that's full of the act not actors, but like dancers and stuff from the party. She hides in the back with all of her supplies and they head west for a couple mi- for a couple days before she hops out and then buys new clothes and then starts hiking in the freaking forest by herself. Girl is on the run. Yep. Oh my god. When we found out about the Darkling, I felt mm-hmm. so betrayed and then I picked the wrong guy right i was like i knew he was fucking evil like i know starting off i had my suspicions but then i got fooled too like alina and myself Mm -hmm. makes sense alina Alyssa. we felt we felt the same person (laughs) shut up (laughs) we fell for the same guy i feel like every fucking book you're like He's such a good guy. I love him. He's amazing. And I'm like, he's fucking sketchy as fuck. And then every time, he's sketchy as fuck. And you're like, I never even knew. Like, same thing with Lost in the Universe. What was that? Oh, The, the Loneliest girl, girl in the Universe. universe. Yeah. You Lost were like, in the I know, Lost in the Universe. The Loneliest Girl in the Universe. You're like, he's amazing. And I was like, he's sketchy. Why the fuck is no one else on the ship with him? I don't understand. <laughs> you're just so... Because they flirt with me. So optimistic. (laughs) So this girl's on the run, man. Mm -hmm. And she runs for like a few days, right? Yeah. And guess who she runs into? Bagra. (laughs) Just kidding. Mal. Well, no. She runs into a bunch of trackers. Yeah. And as she's hiding from one and she finally thinks she's safe, Mal just like materializes behind her because he's the quietest fucking tracker in the world which makes Alina think that's his fucking Grisha power even though no one counts it as Grisha power and I'm like it, it probably is it probably is his power there's something there Um, so he gets her and immediately hides her from the other trackers he immediately is like you know what fuck it let's do some treason I'm gonna save your life let's bounce and just like takes her on a trail somewhere safe takes her hides her away for after like two days then he's like okay we can camp here we're far enough what the fuck is going on <laughs> like that's the kind of best friend you need doesn't question anything is like you know what i'm gonna commit treason for you let's bounce <laughs> <laughs> so they spend the next like what week it feels like forever god it does feel forever it was actually a couple of chapters and it felt like quite a long time they are together and they spend the next couple of days or how long on the run trying to get as far away from Darkling as possible. Wait, so yeah. she tells him Bagra's plan for her to head west mm-hmm. and he's like, no, fuck it. We're going north and we're going to get to the stag first. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so she's like, okay, if you're sure, and goes north with him. Prior to that, though, prior... Along the way, along the way, on their way to get the stag, obviously they talk about a lot that's going on. Cause they were actually out of each other's lives for five months. I know. I can't believe she was like in training for that long. Yeah. So 
he's talking about what happened to him. She's talking about what happened to her, you know. And then the big moment finally came. And I was actually surprised it came. Same. He confesses his love for her. And it's, I like highlighted it. It's like this huge chap, not like a chapter, a paragraph. It's this paragraph because she, she's always doubted herself and she never felt good enough. So basically she's like, you, I think, yeah. I think at one point she said she never felt like she belonged. Yeah. And that's when it set him off. Like you belong with me. And he realized that when she was gone, like how much, he missed her like he says he missed her every hour mm-hmm. every hour he missed her and how much he wanted her and needed her and he like confesses her his love and he says i love you and they finally kiss and then i switch teams i was team <laughs> i was probably team mal since their fight in the fucking uh hallway i was like no one gets that mad unless they love you Apparently, he's not as big as a douche as I thought. Then we're back on the road again. <laughs> on the road To again. find the stag. Okay. stag. And we do come across the stag. Yes, so they get to the stag, and Mal's like, I'll just shoot it to injure it with his bow and arrow. Um, and then you have to go up and kill it. And she's like, no, wait. And she, like, steps forward. and I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. Yeah, the stag comes close. Well, they kind of foreshadowed it when they were talking about, because the Darkling asked her, like, what have you heard about the stag? And she says, whatever the Duke's wife's name was, who ran the orphanage, was like, I was told that, you know, if you ever ran into the stag and you spared its life, it'll give you a wish. I was like, oh, my God, Alina's not going to kill this thing. She's not going to kill it. She's going to become a slave. So I know. I kind of had a feeling I'm like, that was going to happen, too. So she steps out into the clearing and the stag comes up to her and she's like i stared into his eyes and i just couldn't do it and then of course who the fuck shows up and kills it the fucking darkling i was like bitch you should have killed it did we mention that if you're if you want amplifier you have to kill the animal yourself for it to, no, to work i don't think we did so yeah so you have to kill the animal yourself in order to get the amplified powers mm-hmm so that's why the Darkling was like... Basically, that's why it was a race against time. And then obviously the Darkling killed it. So he gets to... That's how he controls her through the stag's antlers because he killed stag. Mm-hmm. So he controls the powers and basically controls her. Which is what he did. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Just like bullshit. So obviously the stag is dead. The Darkling got what he wanted. Amplifier is stuck on her neck. And they're prisoners. They're prisoners. So guess where they're going? (coughs) The fold. To the fold. And they head straight to the fold. Turns out Bagra was right. And he uh, tries to make the fold bigger. Mm -hmm. But on his ship, he only allowed certain Grisha with him. And then he invited two or three people from the other... Leaders. Leaders, nations... To be like, see what I can fucking do. Mess with me and I'll kill you. And he did. He used her. And he used her powers to, like, shoot, uh, like, a, a the light. light. The light through the folds. Mm-hmm. And then he oh used God. his own powers to expand it. Um, 
So, and then the people were terrified because they thought he, he was going to save them. And in the end, he expanded the fold and he killed another small town that was on the other side of the yeah. fold. He covered them and all the Volcra killed them. Oh, I know where we, you're going. We forgot to tell everyone. Bagra <laughs> told us that when he first created the fold way back when as the dark heretic, the black heretic... Mm-hmm. All the Volcro were actually the townspeople so, so. that got taken over by the dark mist or whatever the crap it is. Um, so when he was doing it this new time for that new thing, I was like, oh my god, is he making more Volcra by like expanding it? But then you, they say how you can hear all the screams of the village people and the children and mothers like trying to run away and getting basically attacked and eaten mm-hmm. and i was like oh fuck no it was not good and it felt like forever he was using her and he was using her and i felt it felt like forever i was like alina alina do something do something like use your powers it took forever for her to do something and it was kind of pissing me off well his he's very powerful his hold on her her magical powers was like you can't uh do magic and he was like suppressing her powers so it took her way too long to break free of him Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah and she only did it because he told her to kill mal and her love for him saved her well him he threw him over the boat yeah for the volcra well and he wouldn't let her light Protect protect him and during that time she realized the stag that has been coming to her dreams every night was like, no, bitch, I'm here to give you your, your, your wish, your real power, because you sparing my life, actually, I don't know how he said it. It was something <laughs> like, you know, you spared my life, so you're actually in control of my life or whatever, so yeah. you're the real MVP controller of MVP. this. <laughs> and so then she broke his power, and the Darkling was like, what the fuck? And she's like, you don't control me. <laughs> I like your explanations. What the fuck? <laughs> And she's like, everyone on the boat can die. <laughs> so she's able, and then she climbs over, basically leaving them to themselves to fight off the Volcra because she takes her light. And then she goes to save Mal. Mm-hmm. And they run to get across to the other side of the fold. Right, which just made me think it was like Morro Bay, where yeah. they're just like in shallow water and they were just running yeah. through the shallow water. I don't know why. That's what I thought. Morro Bay is a town that's close to where we live. They don't need to know where we live. Stalkers. They can Google Morro Bay. It's fine. They can stalk me. I need a stalker anyways. Oh my god. Just stalk her. <laughs> her name is Kaylin. <laughs> anyways. So we're, we make it across. Yes. And they're stuck and they can't get through the fold without her basically. Even the Darkling because the fold is too powerful for him. He mm-hmm. can't get across. Um, so we made it alive and we're across. Yep. And they start their journey, journey to run away again. And they take off on the actual, cause on the side where they're at, they don't really have ocean. I think it's just mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then they set off on a boat this time. Okay. No, that's part two. No, that's still the end. It's the after. Oh, that's not the preview of the next book. No, no, no. Oh, okay. They're, they're talking about the after. Okay. 
I hated in the after that they just called him like boy and girl or him and her and they didn't use the names yeah I know that was that felt really weird because I was kind of like confused for a second I was like I thought they like jumped forward to something I was like who's who's boy and girl but no it's it's they call it the after okay it's not no because I didn't read I refused to read the first few chapters in the second book because I was afraid that I would get drawn drawn in. Oh, I'm super in. Yeah, and then I was like, no, I can't, I can't. So it was too tempting, so I didn't. Okay. What do they call it? They call it the before. Oh, it is. Oh, no, it's after. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't. I have no idea what's happening in the second because I don't want to read it because I'm going to get sucked in. Mm-hmm. But they call it the after in... Yeah, where are they going anyways? Do you remember? Oh, I know. But I'm not telling you. It's not in the after. Oh, it's in the second one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, don't tell me. So they get on a boat headed out of Ravka. 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 And it's him and her, because they don't use names, on the boat sailing to sea. And then it ends, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, okay. And then that's the end of the book. So we gotta find out, get the second book, and figure out what happens. It's find so out good. Happens. So good. So good. Oh, this was a long one. We had a lot to say about this. Because it was a great one. And yeah, it was a great, your face, it was a great one. It was a great one. So far, and our bitch tallies were pretty good. I have one and you have one. Sweet. So I think that's it. Yeah, that's all. From Edward Cullen and Jacob Black. <laughs> I call Jacob. <laughs> I knew you were. I was going to call you Jacob anyways. Uh, don't forget to follow us at Pod on Insta, TikTok, and Twitter. Hopefully in the near future, YouTube. Ooh, ooh. We'll let you know. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.